Hello, and welcome back to Let's Get Weirdy. I'm Bo North. And I'm Megan Sunday. On this show, we are discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter. And today, we're here to talk about chapters 43 and 44, Children of Dune, just as we experiment and innovate. You'll understand what that means later. (laughs) Will we? (laughs) Well, you know, human reproduction is always... Had experimentation and innovation, Megan. I'd like to note again that no one, no one in any of these books, quite frankly, but especially no one in these two chapters needs to be discussing reproduction whatsoever. Mm -mm. And yet it comes up. Uh, Honestly, no one except for like Jessica and the Duke in the first book should have ever had children. Oh, I yeah, and should they have had children? Well, I mean, initially it was fine. Yeah. Those, those happy years on Kaladin. It's it's fun to imagine, like, how Paul's life would have gone had he stayed on Kaladin. Just more walking around on the beach. <laughs> Just looking sad, looking at seashells. Mm-hmm. Having floppy hair. But, you know, everyone has that. I mean, not everyone has a beach to do it on, but everyone's had a moment where you're just, like, even if you're just walking around your backyard, you're just like, you know what? My life is real tough. It's like, now you're 15. Yeah, absolutely. I used to do that shit all the time when I was 15. Like, no one understands how hard it is to be me. I still have poetry that I wrote when I was 15, and it's all just like, wow, the weight of the world is upon me. Yeah, same. Why is my life... (laughs) The hardest life it's ever been. Harder than anyone's yeah. life. No one understands. Like, calm down. The funniest to me are also if you find anything you ever wrote as a teenager about anyone you had a crush on. Because it was always oh. your one true love. Yeah. You were always madly in love. And since, especially, at least in my case, they often did not return said feelings. It was always <laughs> the most unrequited of love. It was always yeah. just, wow, my life. How much mm-hmm. better would my life be if so-and-so... So I didn't have that in high school. Like, I had a couple boyfriends and they were... La-di-da. No, they were not great. <laughs> and I, I think that in high school at all, so... I think that kind of was... I was kind of like... I mean, aside from one, I don't think that I liked my boyfriends very much. That's fair. Uh, but when I got into college, I had this history professor that I just went gaga for. Like, absolutely nuts i mean there's no better word for it nuts i think i sent you this but did you see that tiktok of the woman explaining all of like the fake instagram posts that she would do for her ex-boyfriend? yes yes you sent me that it was amazing because there was one just for the audience that it was she hid her story like her insta story from everyone except the ex so that he wouldn't you know he wouldn't know he was the only one seeing it but no one else would and she was coming back from, like, her friend's house one day, and she deliberately put on her story something about, like, being in an Uber, because mm-hmm. she was like, oh, this way he'll know that I was out all night, and now I'm getting an Uber home, and maybe I'm coming back from a guy's house. He doesn't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> and it was just one of those moments where as soon as she same said... Same energy. Same and energy. And I mentioned, as soon as she said, like, I... I made sure to mention that I was in an Uber, my immediate thought out loud was, oh, so he'll think you're coming from a guy's house. And then she immediately said that. I'm like, well, there's something about me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on. (laughs) That has nothing to do with this chapter. Uh, You know, though, Dune Dune is for everyone. Dune is full of everything. No, Megan. (laughs) Okay. Um, so we don't have, I have not, um, gathered up any epigraphs from our good friend Jody, but if you'd like to set her free, yeah, we let her her live, let her live. All right. Yeah. I'll read this. Oh, there's so many. Oh, this is a wordy one. Not because (laughs) it's long, but because everything is, uh, everything's a 50 cent word. Yeah. Humankind periodically goes through a speed-up of its affairs, thereby experiencing the race between the renewable vitality of the living and the beckoning vitation of decadence. In this periodic race, any pause becomes luxury. Only then can one reflect that all is permitted, all is possible. From the Apocrypha 
of Muad'Dib, which just tells you it's <laughs> BS. Yeah. So I, I was like, am I playing Assassin's Creed here? Yes, you Nothing are. is true. Everything is permitted. <laughs> <laughs> and it harm y- none. Yeah. Do what you will. Uh, Blessed be. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that it starts with Leto thinking... The touch of sand is important because it's keeping him grounded, which is fine. Yeah. But it's also just funny because it's like no one oh. wants to be on sand. Ouch. Man, I have I have so been there, <laughs> except oh. I have never been high sitting on the sand. But I have been high enough where I'm like, okay, or like drunk enough on occasion in college where I was like, okay, as long as I can feel the floor, I'm okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it, but ugh, it's, it's the grit of sand. Ugh, I know. I it's I don't like sand. <laughs> it's coarse and it gets everywhere. It really does though. I mean, Anakin That's had a thing. point. He had a point. And also yeah. I think it's entirely appropriate and fair that he would not think very kindly. No. How's of, it gonna yeah. it shows up on all that black? One, there's that. I really mm-hmm. don't get how no one at any point was like, hey, Anakin, how come you dress like a Sith? Um, no. <laughs> hey, man, what's this about? The writing um, is on the wall, and the, the wall is you. all very beige. Yeah. A khaki kind of, you know, monotone cream thing we're doing here. But sure. You know, what is this? But yeah, no, sand sucks. So yeah, sand, sand's no fair. fun. I, yeah. You shouldn't use it as part of, like, trying to mack on a lady, Mm-mm. but... I think Leto's actually going to do that. And as we said last time, with a similar age difference. So, yeah. Imagine if Phantom Menace had more of Anakin blatantly being like, so hey, babe. <laughs> and that's this chapter Pass. of Children of Dune. Unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please no. Well, that was yeah. basically her reaction when he was an adult as well for most of the Attack of yeah. the Clones. Is her going, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm good. Thanks. He, he just was like, I'll wear her down. That, well, it worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he did it. Yikes. <sighs> Damn it. That will not happen for, for, for poor Leto, so. No. Um, nope, he is still, hey, it's another tra- chapter of Leto tripping balls. Yeah, well, they're keeping him high. Yeah. Which, I mean, this is, again, a little kid. Yeah. Like, maybe we can chill with keeping him perpetually drugged. Yeah, he's actually, like, he's able to hear Gurney talking to Namri and saying, like, maybe we gave him a little too much this time. And Namri's just like, nah, he's cool. Yeah, this is how much she told us to give him. Oh. So this is all Jessica's doing. Oh, Jessica. I just, you know, it's... It does become progressively harder in the later books to be like, yay, Jessica. Because she's like, Jessica, what are you doing? Babe. These decisions. Don't yeah. don't have children and grandchildren if you're just going to be like, well, uh, give up on that. Like, thank you. I just, you know, never mind. Yeah. Because you're really not allowed to do that. I hate to break it to anyone out there who's like, oh, if you don't like your kids, you can just like give them away. It's like, no, even if you like them, you got to you got to stick with them. That's yeah, kind of that's kind of that's kind of a thing. Uh, even if they're bothering you, you gotta be like, you know what? I can't leave to another planet. But that comes uh, this later. is why I don't have kids. Because <laughs> I you just leave them on another planet. I mean, from I mean, just the way that I work. Even if I'm like around a bunch of people, like even adults or even my husband, if it's just the two of us, I still need like to go into another room and just be alone. Mm-hmm. So it's like we just had ten people in our house for Thanksgiving, and I would take like an hour and just go in my room and sit by myself just because oh, no, I was I've been like, on vacation with you and I've watched you do it. Oh yeah. So <laughs> it's yes. just, I don't know. I get very anxious if no, I'm around fine. like, and I, I just, I can't see me being able to attend to a child with That's that. Partially why you need that communal fremen living. Cause you could say, you mm-hmm. know what? Can you just take this kid? Hara. <laughs> Hara, Hara, where are you? Please raise my children. Cause you're really good at it. <laughs> Amazing. Please. Please. Yeah. (laughs) Love your sons. They have a pug in the Lynch movie. It's amazing. Yeah. They get to hold the pug. I love a pug. I like that there's no explanation unless you watch, of course, like extended scenes of who those kids are. They're just standing there with Johnny with a pug. (laughs) 
I think the first time I saw that movie, I had totally forgotten the existence of those children. So I was like, did they have... Those aren't their kids. Who are those kids? <laughs> <laughs> I recognize the pug. I know where the pug yeah. came from. That's Gertie's pug. But what is this? Oh. Uh, the oldest pug of Arrakis. I know. Sweet baby. So... Anyway. Uh, yeah, he's just thinking, you know... Wow, now I finally get what happened to Alia. Oops. Mm -hmm. Guess we all treated her pretty badly. Yeah, you think? Because at one point, he uh, feels his inner... Like, there's a battle going on inside him between his grandfather and yeah. the Baron. Well, no, not the old Duke, because the old Duke's name was Paulus, which is a terrible name. Oh, yeah. Um, But between... Yeah, his grandfather and the Baron, and he's just like, "Well, shit." Mm-hmm. This is he's he's not gonna let them communicate to each other, which I wouldn't want either. Even if neither of them mm-hmm. wants to take over, I don't need to hear your bickering. No, God, just centuries of bickering. Now it's in my head. Yeah, he's trying to get a handle on all these inner voices and trying to figure out a way to sort of. I don't know, like, control them, I suppose. Yeah, and he says, you know, this is... Now I understand how this could have happened to Alia, and I don't understand why my grandmother would have me do this, because she has Mm -hmm. to know that this is dangerous. Yeah. You know, and he says, like, this is basically her version of the Gamjabar. Like, she won't hold a poison needle to his neck, but she'll send him into the spice trance that basically captured her daughter. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. Pretty shit. Great. So I guess uh, no Christmas presents this year, Grandma? No. These are their (laughs) Christmas presents. She's like, I gave you experiences. (laughs) Thanks for nothing. You couldn't have gotten us, like, some zoo tickets. Right. I mean, I might be millions of years old, but I am still nine. Yeah. The aquarium. Like, let me see some jellyfish. Amusement park. Hello. Six Flags of Arrakis. (laughs) There is one ride, and it is can just you the imagine how hot it is the those cups? Can you imagine how hot those teacups get, though? Oh, those metal seats. Yeah, no, oh, you couldn't no. do it. You could. You gotta do it. get. There's one slide, but it's like when you were a kid, and you just sort of go on the like ow, 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 ow. No. Oh. Kids today, you don't know. In our day, yeah, because all metal. the slides slides are plastic these days. But yeah, those old metal slides. Oh my god, burn those thighs, baby. But you never didn't go on them. No. Oh, were, God, no. There was no point I, where you were like, maybe I won't go on a slide today. It was always like, you got to go down this slide. <laughs> Here I go. Got to get on the swing that's made of hot rubber. <laughs> so we are like, what, in the second chapter of this or the second paragraph of this chapter now? <laughs> well, he's basically just having visions. And one of the visions yeah. that he has is of Arrakis, but it is Green. Green. Green and verdant and lush, but there are no worms. And he's thinking, okay, so this is the ultimate downside of what these goals were, which is Mm -hmm. someday this is a possible future. Arrakis could be like a quote unquote, like living planet, but the worms will be gone. Yeah. Uh, And so he's just like, well, Huh. That doesn't seem like a very good idea. Maybe this was the wrong right. tack that we've been pursuing all these years. <laughs> yeah. He kind of is able to come to a little bit and sees that. Oh, so before I get into that, like, this chapter starts, he's outside in the daytime. Like, they yeah. took him out during the day. And it's hot. I didn't know if you knew that, but it's really hot. I heard there. some rumors about that. Yeah. Arrakis that you don't want to be out in the day frankly yeah uh and maybe you don't want to put a nine-year-old that's tripping balls just out outside yeah and he's not alone fortunately Mm-mm. but even that like, gurney's pretty salty about the fact that he's not alone in the company that he has and it's like you know what mm-hmm. gurney i don't think you have any legs to stand on at this point nope you are just legless. put a nine-year-old outside mm-hmm. in like 150 degree heat not in a still suit nope Yep. Not with anything that isn't drugged. I can't imagine Mm -hmm. that, you know, any kind of drink that has spice in it is super refreshing unless it's coffee and you don't want that right now. No. No iced coffee on Arrakis. A sad thing. 
No ice. Well, I know that. I'm just I'm specifically <laughs> talking about iced coffee, an enjoyable yeah. beverage. It is an enjoyable beverage. They've never had a frappuccino on Arrakis, and that's sad. <laughs> that's sad. That is definitely something where any kind of drink or, you know, like any kind of ice treat, they'd probably mm-hmm. just be like, well, we're going to kill you because that's the most wasteful thing we've ever heard of. <laughs> like, this is terrible. Yeah. You're like, oh. Oh. But um, he kind of comes to a bit and sees a girl sitting on a rug in front of him. He's sitting on the sand, which yeah. is kind of shitty. Why don't you just put him on the rug with you? I don't know. But he because recognizes the, her. Yeah, one of the things he hears between Gurney and Namri is, you know, Gurney's worried that they gave him too much. Namri says, don't worry. You know, uh, Sapaya is with him. She knows what to do if anything starts to go wrong. And Gurney's mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't like this whole thing about a girl. Yeah. It's like, at least someone's out there, Gurney. So the audiobook, they Gernford. say her name. They say her name is Sabia. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will accept uh, that. Yeah. I just like to pronounce things very dramatically. I mean, they don't have a pronunciation guide, and I wouldn't even know what to do with it if they did. Really, the only thing that I've ever clung to as a, this is how I know it's pronounced, and I will pronounce Johnny. it like this. No, uh, it's not even Dune. It's Lord of the Rings, and it's Celeborn. Oh. I'll die on the hill of anyone who says Celeborn in front of me. Like, actually, <laughs> it's a hard C. <laughs> Just pointing that out to you. I know it doesn't so, matter. No one cares what his name is. I finally got my husband to watch uh, Wheel of Time with me last night. It took some some cajoling because he's very fond of the books and didn't want to have that ruined for him. But mm-hmm. he spent most of the time like, it's not pronounced that way. How does he know that? Because... Uh, Wheel of Time books actually do have a pronunciation guide in them. Oh. Yeah. Well, then I guess it's allowed, sir. I I it's, retract my statement. It's annoying. <laughs> I mean, I guess um, it's allowed, but it's still irritating. Because the show is pronouncing things how I always pronounce them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... I mean, as we've, as we've clearly indicated with Dune... It comes and goes with pronunciations, because sometimes you think, oh, okay, this is how it's pronounced, you know, mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And then you'll, you know, see a movie or something, and they're just like, oh, no, we pronounce it like this. It's like, but why would <laughs> yeah. you? Is that a space yeah. thing? With Dune is all over the place. Like, even sometimes within, like, one movie, people are just like, I don't know what's happening right now. Like, yeah. William Hurt's like, I don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> I mean, you don't even have to look that far, like... The Twilight movies. Uh, they Half of them say Arrow and the other half say Arrow. So it's like, who the fuck cares at this point? I mean, Grand Moff Tarkin calls Princess Leia Princess Leah. So. Oh, that's true. He does. <laughs> it's like, what? I love that we always find a way to bring things back to either Star Wars or Twilight. Never um, fails. Very cultured. Yeah. We're very cool people. (laughs) Uh, We're very awesome. Yeah. Look at us, guys. This is good. But so, Um, uh, yeah, the girl is there. Sabia is sitting there, and and he recognizes her as the girl who was roasting coffee in his vision when he first got to Jakarutu. I like that he mentions that to her. He's like, looks like you make a good good pot of coffee. And she's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Why is this kid talking she's, weird to me? Yeah, she's got her Chris knife. She's just as ready to kill him as Namri is. Yeah. <laughs> I also like that she has a little, like, travel glow globe that's mm-hmm. attached to her sleeve. Very yeah. convenient. Very cool. I bet that's a statement. That's a look. And she, he points out that, you know, it's really convenient to kill someone in the desert because the worms are, yep. I believe he calls Shai Halud is a great garbage collector and eraser of unwanted evidence. <laughs> Uh, don't talk about yourself that way, Leto. Uh, his skin is not his own. <laughs> yeah, He does think that at one point during his visions. Where's his golden path? His skin is not his own. We get it. <laughs> she is, I mean, spoiler, what, who cares? You guys all know this, but she's one of the characters later where he's like, I'm going to go out and do something that might be really stupid. And she's going, I don't think that seems like a great idea Yeah, for you to go out and do what I think you're going to do. And he's like, well, I got to try. 
Too bad. So sad. No, he, says, he I've had oh, some visions ahead. about you, which you don't mm-hmm. ever want to hear from anyone, much less a nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Because she's about <laughs> 17, I believe. He says she's yeah. like six or seven years older than him, maybe eight. So He's eight. She's eight years older than oh, him. Oh, yeah. So she's 17. And I mean, when you were 17, imagine some nine-year-old being like, I had a vision of you. Mm, okay. Wasn't supposed to talk <laughs> to you. I'm just out here to watch you, kid. I Do you know. think he waggled his eyebrows when he said that? He did finger guns. Hey. <laughs> Entwined oh. in love. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, love is nice, but nah. <laughs> I don't want to think about yeah, a nine-year-old so, being entwined with anything. Yeah, he says he's seen... He's like, look, you're looking at me like I'm a kid. And she's like, look, they told me about you and your your tendency to tell everyone about how you're not a kid. <laughs> and he's like, don't be afraid of me, but, you know... Right now, you're eight years older than me, but I am thousands of years old. Yeah, well, again, we get this body. again. <laughs> and so that's where he says that he has seen many futures, and in one of them, he saw the two of them entwined in love. In love. Ugh. He couldn't just say that they were, like, married or together. No. Or in love. Just in love. Yeah. Say that you saw a future where they were in love. But no, but it no, has to be it's entwined. entwined in love. So very, and later in the chapter after our next one in chapter no. forty-five, mm, we can deal we with that when we deal with it. Hear a lot more about that. He, because he also tells her that he saw a vision where all the worms were gone, and she's like, "I don't believe any of this." I don't believe about worms being gone. And uh, he's like, oh, and you don't believe that we're going to be entwined in love? She's like, I don't believe that either. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I don't believe anything you've just said to me. Stop talking. Yeah. she She's pretty freaked out, though, by the worm oh, thing. Yeah. Which, understandable, because it's like, hey, um, so we're killing God? Yeah. By the way. You happy with that? We got to we gotta fix this. All the gods. Yeah. And then uh, you and me, babe. <laughs> she actually does think about it for a second though she's like well i would be rich yeah she realizes and that, comfortable because you know, <laughs> to to be fair much like what we said with Faradin and and ghani mm-hmm. this is all always in a context of when he is a legal adult yeah so he's not he's there is certainly no indication that this is anything that will involve an actual nine-year-old it's mm-hmm. just him saying, in a future, when I am a, an adult and you are a slightly older adult, mm-hmm. I foresee a future where we're together. Yeah. And she's thinking, yeah, at the time, she's like, you know, he's a very important person. That would make me very important. But mm-hmm. then she also thinks about how that also means that she'd have to be very, very public. And she's like, I yeah. don't care for that. No, I, I wouldn't like that at all. No. I just saw Spencer. I think being famous would suck. Yeah, she's very much just like, yeah, because she says, you know, she starts thinking about, well, I'm Fremen. I like to live in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> I like to just stay in a cave and not be known by everyone in the universe. Even this stinky, flea-ridden old cave. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can move to a nicer cave. Yeah. Um. If you were involved with and were married to him, like you could just maybe move to a yeah. slightly nicer one. Um, but she's like, no, if I'm his consort, I have to be seen and everyone's going to talk about me mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't know how much, I don't know how many water rings that's worth. <laughs> yeah. So they, he gets up and they're going back to the sitch and he, <laughs> she's like, tell me again about this whole, uh, vision thing. And he's like, oh, you wouldn't understand. Which I'm just like, yeah, okay. She also, You're nine, he also not says 15. that uh, the jihad was a mass insanity. Yeah. Well, and that um, we it all was, agree. But she's a little taken aback to hear him say that. Yeah, because um, he's the son of Muad'Dib, so you wouldn't expect that. And so she's just kind of like, you know, there's a lot going on. And my uncle was saying that he might have to kill this kid. And it seems like a lot that's happening involving a child. Mm. Like, I don't understand any of that. And she kind of says, look, h- how could there not be worms? Like, what What do you mean? He, I can't. He's like, I can't even explain it. But I can stop it. But it's not yeah. going to be pleasant. 
Yeah. And he asked if she has ever killed a friend. And Which I is a weird question means... for anyone but a Fremen. <laughs> yeah, I think he means friend with a capital F. Um, she's just like, hey, 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 wait now? what What's happening? And he says, well, I could stop it, but it the alternative might be worse. Yeah. So if I just let it happen, is it the same as killing him? And I guess he's talking about Paul? Question well, mark? I think he is... Or himself, maybe. I'm not sure, because what he says, he says he might have to give his sister to a monster, and I do not think that he means Faradin. Mm, I don't, I don't either. I, um, so, I think that might be part of it. I think he might be thinking, I know for a fact my sister will kill this guy if I don't stop that from happening, but maybe it might have to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I just enjoy that he's just making small talk, and he's like, you ever kill anybody? <laughs> You're gonna kill a friend? Just asking. Just a quick question for you. Yeah, just a cue. Uh, he does also point out that unfortunately he thinks that the future that he is going to have to pursue is not the future in which they get together. Yeah. And it is actually, there's more of this a little bit later, but it is there is actually a kind of like bittersweetness to it where he's like, it might be nice to just have a future where I get to be a guy and be married mm-hmm. and you seem pretty nice. Have pretty. a nice Fremen life. And that's not going to happen. Like, no, buddy, it is not. No. You no. are going to have a future no one could have anticipated. <laughs> not even you entirely. No. Oh, these poor little kids, although they're not kids. <laughs> oh, so that's kind of, that's the where we leave off at the chapter. And, uh, yeah. And I, I do find there characterization so interesting compared to other kind of child adults in like tv and literature and whatnot because Mm -hmm. usually what the situation is is that it's someone whose growth has been paused for whatever purpose you know they're a Mm -hmm. vampire or it's magic or whatever and so internally they age like their brain ages but their body doesn't whereas Mm -hmm. These two have been adults from the moment they were conceived. Yeah. Um, And so if nothing else, it's sort of a nice twist on that concept because, you know, you can only have so many Claudias. Yeah. Before it's like, we get it. It's torturous. Like, (laughs) imagine when you were like your first thoughts when you were, you know, three years old, when you first like kind of gained consciousness and you were like, oh, wait, oh. No fun. Like, wait, you're uh, a baby. Or, you're like, I have toes. Also, non-stop I am thousands fun. of years old. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that doesn't sound... That doesn't sound ideal to me. No. And it's, again, and as... I mean, we've said this before, but I think it's so... It's very frustrating to me that mm. it takes to this moment for anyone to stop and go... Oh, maybe we should have paid more attention to Alia. Yep. Like, the reason that it's called Abomination is because they know that this could happen. But, yeah. the you know, on the one hand, the Betty Gesserit seem to find that inevitable. Mm-hmm. Which is why they're basically like, you should just, you know, not let that happen or kill these, pe- these children because there's just, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But then... Everyone is bending over backwards to try to ensure that this doesn't happen to the twins, which is fair, but no one bent over backwards to ensure it wouldn't happen to Alia, and they knew just as much about it when Mm -hmm. she was a kid. Yep, it's pretty shitty. And as we'll get into in this next chapter, you know, Jessica, her own mother, just was scared and took off, and it was like, well, way to go. You pretty much ensured that that's what was going to happen. She had to make out with Gurney. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess. This fucking sucks, man. This is some Mary Winchester shit, and I don't like it. Okay. Supernatural stuff. Well, I know that, but I yeah. <laughs> was unaware that there was any she... shit for her to get into. Oh, she's the worst. I hate Mary Winchester. But Supernatural she... fans will know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to Google that later, because as far as I knew, she was dead. She was, and then she wasn't. Oh, God. <laughs> Starting to sound yeah. like Dune. 
Surprise. It's like it's like one of those things where you where you grow up like putting someone on a pedestal because mm-hmm. you didn't get to know them as you aged and got older. You didn't get to know what kind of person they were. And when you finally have that opportunity to like find out what kind of person they were and they turn out to be kind of a shitty person, you know, it's pretty crushing. Pretty crushing shit. Anyway. And that's, well, I mean, that's something that I think is also fair in terms of Dune because at what point at, at what point ever did anyone actually know Alia? Yeah. You know? I would I would argue, although, you know, it's not fantastic, that the only person who ever, like, kind of knew an actual Alia, there were two. I would say Paul mm-hmm. and Duncan. Paul, yeah. And even with Duncan, it was just sort of like, you seem pretty cute. Yeah. I and mean, I think... shortly did... after that, it was like, oh, you, my wife seems weird lately. Meh. Yeah, it's like Duncan might have loved her, but he didn't love her enough to try to help her. Nope. He just yeah. kind of sadly think... was like, well, I guess she's cheating on me. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, mopey. And then, you know, Paul just fucked off into the desert and left her to run things at 15. He's like, my, it seems appropriate that I'll leave my sister in charge. She's going to marry my much older friend. They're fine. <laughs> They're fine. Ugh. Okay. This is well-trod ground for us. It is, it is. But it's been a while, so, you know, hey, let's refresh everyone on our our bugbears. Right. It really is. It's so... Alia is the most tragic figure in all of Dune, I think. I agree. I mean, I've always felt that way. All right. So, do you want to read this next epigraph, or you want me to? I will do it. Hold on. Just a moment. The Dune Catastrophe. Sounds like a fascinating read. It sounds like a uh, knockoff from like... I was going to say, sounds like this podcast. Uh, the Dune <laughs> Catastrophe. It's our new name. Zing. <laughs> Sorry for anyone who's bought merch. Uh, it's the Dune Catastrophe now. <laughs> or what's that one that we got... The Blu-ray we bought on Blu-ray. Ah, uh, like, Dune World. Dune World. I haven't watched it yet. So no, sorry. me neither. We need um, to make that happen at some point. Because uh, we love Dune so much, y'all, that we even <laughs> we, we're buying us. off-brand Dune movies. This is not the one that has Sean Young, though. No, there's another one that has Sean Young, and no, I don't mean 1984. Right. Dune. All right. Natural selection has been described as an environment selectively screening for those who will have progeny. Where humans are concerned, though, this is an extremely limiting viewpoint. Reproduction by sex tends toward experiment and innovation. It raises many questions, including the ancient one about whether environment is a selective agent after the variation occurs, or whether environment plays a pre-selective role in determining the variations which it screens. Dune did not really answer these questions. It merely raised new questions, which Leto and the Sisterhood may attempt to answer over the next 500 generations. Uh, You may be asking yourself, how could anyone be considering anything after 500 generations? Oh, well, (laughs) (laughs) wait and see. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Uh, boy. So So this is kind of like the last chapter. Yeah, this is kind of like the last chapter, but in reverse, because we're getting Ghani's. She's not tripping balls, but she's having a lot of the same kind of thoughts that Leto is. Mm-hmm. And she still uh, does not know that he is alive. There is a point Mm-mm. where she's thinking about her memories and how she can remember, you know, all of her memories, all of her ancestors' memories, except for this one little part that's blank. Mm-hmm. And she assumes that she's so traumatized by seeing her brother die that she just doesn't remember. Yeah. Uh, but she is hanging out, uh, kind of just like she's in the roof on the roof garden, and she sounds just, nice. And she also is thinking, "Oh man, poor Alia, am I going to end up like you?" Mm-hmm. And all of her, all of her ancestors have been running their mouths, and it's kind of worse. Yeah. Than it is for Leto, because apparently that, of course, was sort of like their big goal is that it's it's harder for females to not give in. 
I hate saying females, but it's what they say. Elegant females. Um, and so she remembers a conversation she had with Jessica where Jessica tries to explain abomination to her and that now was she remembering this conversation because I read it as she was having this conversation with Jessica in her head um I assumed it was a memory because I feel like Mm. they would have referred to her as like the inner Jessica okay yeah you're right you're right and she basically explains it that your inner lives are either benign or malignant, like most things. Sure. And some of them are just, like, chill. They want to hang out, maybe help you. And the rest of them are, like, the Baron and want to take over. Mm-hmm. Which I'm betting the entire time she was explaining this, Gani was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living it, Granny. Yeah. <laughs> so she full-on... <laughs> After her grandmother explains this, she full on just says, why did you abandon Alia? Yeah, I mean, great question inquiring minds want to know, Lady Jessica. And it's because she was afraid. I fled in terror at what I created. Well, that's fucking helpful. I gave up and my burden now is that perhaps I gave up too soon. You think? Uh... She says, you know, maybe I could have, like, been around. And Gani's like, well, Lita always feared the spice, and that was probably why. And Jessica's just like, well, that was a good, that was smart. Like, well, then this is a great plan that you've enacted then, Jess. Like, I don't know how to tell you this, but yikes. (laughs) Yeah. Forcing your grandkid to endure the thing that he's most afraid of? Cool. So she feels her mother in her in her head mm-hmm. and she's just her mom's basically just like don't go through this door because yeah. that way leads to hell yeah well, she's, she's, you're, about she's to like, eat, you're about to eat the fruit of hell <laughs> it's just like thanks metal. <laughs> i'm gonna start saying that to my kid i don't know about <laughs> what but i'll think of something <laughs> sounds like a good mom thing to say for your kid oh, to write sure. in a memoir in 20 years <laughs> uh so she starts reciting it's the sisterhood's credo it's very long and it's very pretty much just sort of anti-religion yeah uh and i didn't really see the point of copying it all down here it's not that exciting it's no litany against fear no no one's getting this tattooed on their back (laughs) definitely Um, not (laughs) but so she starts now here I will point out something that personally bothered me uh, from an editorial standpoint she starts thinking about Faradin yeah and what he looks like and she's just like hate will make me strong because I'll be so strong thanks to hate I I won't end up like Alia and all Mm. she can think about and it says here okay but the trembling fragility fragility of her position remained, and all she could think about was how much Faradin resembled his uncle, the late Shaddam. Uh, do you mean his grandfather? Right. Like, who... This especially, all things considered, when you realize that, as much as we like to make fun of it, that in the next chapter, beef swelling was also an editorial mistake. Like, who was doing yeah. this? <laughs> This is some. I'm not particularly, I'll say this, I'm not super fantastic all the time with grammar or punctuation mm. type stuff. Occasionally I can kind of get, like, this doesn't sound right. I just have to think about it in my head, like, why doesn't that sound right? Yeah. But I'm very good with details, like, how names are spelled or what a character was named. Like, I've mm-hmm. recapped more than one book where someone is named Susan and then two chapters later they're like oh here comes amy it's like no that is susan (laughs) right you forgot and no one told you and so it's just stuff like that where i think someone someone should have had a family tree in front of them how many names did eddie dean's sister have like 17 they were just like oh quite a few uh with that one you can just be like it's different universes yeah. Same guy, though. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Are you going to say that to Stephen King? You're going to look him in the face? Yeah, I will. 
Uncle Steve, you Pardon made me, a Uncle mistake Steve. in this in this page. <laughs> this chapter of this book, there was a mistake. He'll yeah, that's what I'm. Twitter. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I hate have, it. Like, have his yeah, assistant that's, block you on Twitter. That stuff bothers me too, but I don't think I would ever. <laughs> like, oh, honestly, yeah. that's the editor's job to catch that. Yeah, I'm not getting paid to catch that. This is not a book that it's going to matter. But it was just one of these Mm-mm. things that when I was rereading it, I was like, Shaddam wasn't his uncle, unless there's something else we need to know. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, I even well, double-checked, because I was like, am I incorrect about something? And I was like, no, that's his mom. That's her dad. Okay, I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Because then two seconds later, Rulin shows up, and she's like, and she's Shaddam's daughter. Yeah, it's like, and that's her nephew anyway. Yeah, not her cousin, because I think she does call her call Fredden her cousin later. Well, they call everyone cousin. Well, that's true. I don't think she really sees him as a nephew, because I think they're not that far apart in age, and she's just kind of right. like, hello, person. <laughs> I do like that they point out that ruling comes striding in like a man. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Like, what is that even, like, what are you talking about? It's so also funny to me that she has walking? a nephew that close in age when she's, as they always remind us, the oldest. <laughs> I feel like he re- I, I obviously have nothing to back this up, but I wonder at times if Frank Herbert um, regretted making her the oldest. Mm. Because yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, we don't really meet any of her other sisters, but I feel like they could have just made her like maybe she was the only single one left or she was the smartest one so her father was like she's the heir you know what i mean like they could have Mm -hmm. done a bunch of stuff yeah um but there just is a lot happens later where you're just like she's the oldest (laughs) yeah (laughs) are you sure yeah how old was she when they when she married paul like 16 if that yeah i'm maybe maybe like 19 tops yeah but, uh, well, it did take a long time for them to, I mean, all things considered, to have the twins. That's, so, yeah, I mean, that's it true. did. So they start talking. She's like, well, Duncan is coming home. And everyone's like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Connie's like, don't even talk to me about that. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Yeah. Cool. This is, and what about my grandmother? It's like, well, she's going to stay on Seleucia Secundus. Surprise. I, th- I think Connie's like, whatever also i still i mean we discussed this before but it's now i think we're just like who would want to stay on seleucus Secundus? yeah well i mean when the alternative is going to arrakis but ne- neither one sounds ideal honestly if i was choosing just from how they're depicted in the movie i would choose mm-hmm. arrakis every time i don't like being hot but i mm. don't like being in the rain Oh, I love it. Makes them fully sing. clothed, listening to throat Good. singing. Well, I mean, I'm not a Sardaukar. Yeah, but I don't think the rest of the planet is demonstrably different. <laughs> I mean, if I were in Jessica's position, I think I'd stay on Salusa. Because uh, the thing with uh, most sci-fi planets is that they only have one like biome. Right. So I don't think you're going anywhere in Salusa Secundus that isn't just constantly raining. S- soggy yeah and yeah someone's putting blood on your head you're just like no <laughs> i don't need that right now <laughs> oh please you know i would never <laughs> make it that that long to get blood on my hand i would be one of the people whose blood they're putting on head yeah. <laughs> where did you get this blood from oh that blonde lady that was here <laughs> yeah i don't know where she went but we got her blood yeah uh, oh well <laughs> oh well uh, so Connie's just like, well, I guess I can't blame her for staying on Susicundus. And Arulin's just like, oh, she and Alia had a little tiff. She's like, don't call it a tiff. What are you talking about? Yeah, she's, she's like, that wasn't some little spat, you know, that was kind of a big deal. And I'm sorry, all I can hear are little feet running back and forth. Yes, my, my <laughs> child is also a small moose. Um, I don't know what's happening. I don't know. It's, I know. it's fine. No. It's entertaining. <laughs> uh, it's a small. <laughs> this is what it sounds like uh, in Arrakis all the time. <laughs> it's just, it's the running feet of someone who's going to run up to you and be like, I'm not a kid. 
<laughs> I'm not a child. I am running Thousands around in circles. Of years old. <laughs> I'm playing with a Barbie doll, but I am not a child. Uh, so Ghani's like, are you here to try to persuade me to marry Farad again? And Arula's like, no. I'm here to I talk you up. out of killing him. Ghani's like, don't lie to me. Like, and she's like, okay, fine. I'll keep trying to convince you to not kill him. Yeah. Like, that's like, come on. Ghani's like, well, there's an easy solution to this. Uh, Ollie is going to send you away till the deed is done. So you can't interfere. And he, she starts to say like, look, you're Paul's daughter. How could you think about this? And she's like, hey, did you meet my dad? Yeah. Like, had you ever <laughs> met my dad? Um, Didn't and he treat you like ass? And he's, she says, you know, my you know, my family is descended from Agamemnon. Like, we love blood. Like, and yeah. Arulin's like, who's Agamemnon? And I yeah. was like, sorry, you're a dumb. Aga who? And Gandhi is just like, oh, I forgot how uneducated you Benny Gesserit are. Like, <laughs> oh my like, God. Damn. Like, I'm sorry she didn't read Duler's Book of Greek Myths. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she only had access to Stephen Fry's mythos. Yeah. <laughs> she was something. Stephen Fry she... survives. <laughs> She only read that uh, that website that did them all with cursing. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Ghani's just like, I'm going to kill him. Like, the fact remains, whatever you say, whatever you try to mm -hmm. do to prevent it, I will kill him. So he killed my She's brother. Like, I'm going to kill him. If you don't like where we're sending you, we could always throw you into a death still. <laughs> just like, calm down, Ghani. <laughs> And Arulan's just like, I can't believe that Ollie is trying to destroy your own family. And Ghani's just like, have you not noticed that she's maybe not in Atreides much anymore? Yeah. Because she's kind of possessed. Like, yep. oh my god, like, you're a Bene Gesserit. You're supposed to know this. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and yet Arulan seems so surprised by this news. She again brings up that she loved Paul and didn't realize it till he was dead, which is always so tragic. Hmm. Uh, and I just I, I that does make me remember parts of Dune Messiah that are very sad. The ones where she's basically like, "Have sex with me. Do yeah. it right now." Yeah, yeah. Sad. And he's just like I know. No, nah. I won't. <laughs> Paul and those was are cruel. always he was just cruel. I'm sorry. That's the thing. He was. It was never. There are polite ways to let someone down. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be like, no, you suck. And I would never do that. Yeah. Why don't you go write a stupid book instead of having a baby? Because you're <laughs> yeah. never going to have a baby because I hate you. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Great situation I've found myself in. <laughs> like, fantastic. And when she was just like, I will sleep with other people. And he's like, I don't care. Yeah. Have at it. Don't have any kids. <laughs> but do whatever you want. I don't, I could not, I do not care. Yeah. He kind of cared. I do feel, because I, I mean. Oh, yeah. I think super there's fond a Paul. I think if she had been like, oh, by the way, I'm boning this dude. He'd have been like, what? That guy? But, damn it. I don't have a leg to stand on. But I'm still going to be a dick about this. Oh, he would have. You oh know God. he would have. It's especially... Also just bad because they could have, like, it's not as if this is a foreign concept to the Fremen, so they really mm -hmm. could have been a lot cooler about it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think Cheney probably would have been pretty chill about the whole thing. There was that fanfic I found that I guess was, like, had them hooking up. Cheney and Arulin? Yeah, and it was great just because one of the tags was... Women loving women could have saved Dune Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I You're love right. it. I love that. <laughs> like they all could have raised the kids. It could yeah. have been amazing. Yeah, but Paul would have still been out in the desert, going like, "Oh, guys, like, nope, <laughs> bye, bye, honey, Too bad. we don't care." <laughs> Arulin could have been empress. Yeah, a proper empress. <laughs> Chani's just there with a knife, like, hey. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah. 
This could have you solved guys it could all. have really yeah you could have really had something special there but you blew it you blew it yeah sad yep anyway <laughs> yeah Ghani says you know she's like maybe my dad isn't dead like this preacher guy and everyone's like no that couldn't possibly be Paul because why Paul would Paul hurt his own family and she's like he I wouldn't know, attack his own cool. family. Yeah, she was like, don't you remember my dad? Like, he was he a might, dick. He might have thought it was, uh, for you know, amusing. And she's just like, I can't believe you would say that. She's like, yeah, how could you say that? You're talking about the guy that, like, emotionally tortured you for years. But she loved him. Okay, sure. Um, it's like, I'm so it's sorry like Tony cause... Soprano's dad was, you know, he was like my mother. My father was whatever. He was a putz in real life and a saint after he was dead. <laughs> Wait, kind who of... played his dad in that prequel? I don't know. I didn't see the the prequel. I only watched the show. I'm gonna I'm gonna see because to I feel point. like it's one of those actor uh, situations. Where I haven't you're... been able to watch it because I just don't know if I can handle a young Polly Walnuts. <laughs> I know enough about the Sopranos to know that. I am assuming that's his father. Oh. Who was it? John Berthnall. Oh, right. John Berthnall. I I could forgive Fuck. a lot of John Yeah. <laughs> maybe I do need to watch it. God dang. He is so hot. I'm just. I'm sorry. It took me a second. <laughs> Give me a second. so much. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, you know, it's one of those things you're watching The Punisher going like, I mean, I don't know. I think he's making some good points. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I think it was like um, a couple months ago. I was just like in a really poor mood. I wasn't in a very good headspace. And I was like, I'm just going to watch like John Bernthal, like, you know, shoot guys. <laughs> so I watched that prison episode of of The yeah. Punisher again. I was just like, oh, I feel better. <laughs> It's oh horrible because it's so violent. It's so violent and it's gnarly. But, violent. But he is and so... Oh, oh my God. There's just something about him. He is... Vera Farmiga plays his mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I don't want to watch this. I never watched The Sopranos. Livy. I watch anything for Vera Farmiga. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, I heard it's not very good, but... A lot you know. of stuff that she's in is not very good. Uh but <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> like, I saw Orphan. Ooh. <laughs> I was I thinking more you, like Vera. Up in the Air. Didn't she win an Oscar for Up in the Air? That movie wasn't that good. No, I think no. Um, what's her name? Oh, Anna Kendrick. Won yeah, she year. she. Oh, was Anna nominated. Kendrick has an Oscar. Just let that settle. Mm. I recently, this is totally up, but just to speak of Anna Kendrick, I saw someone, I think they were talking, I think I was reading these comments because it was a TikTok about Dune, mm -hmm. but then somebody was up in arms because I guess they had found out about the like ceremonial marriage part and they were basically mm -hmm. like, why does everything have incest in it? And I want to be like, <laughs> well, first of all, if everything you watch or read has incest in it, I think you should maybe take a few steps back right you should maybe reevaluate um, your what you're consuming but one of their things that they brought up was a simple favor <laughs> and they were just like because why was it in that movie what did it have to do with anything and it's like well uh, well to be fair i don't know what it had to do with anything when i read the book i was like what <laughs> okay but yeah. i mean i think that's sort of part of why it's in there is so that you stop and go wait what yeah but it was just, I remember it just being so, this person was just up and just on fire for the fact that every single piece of media they consumed had incest <laughs> in it. And I was like, um. Uh, ew. Well, stop watching Game of Thrones, first of stop all. Stop watching Game of Thrones, some anime, and only, like, Crimson Peak. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stop. Like, there's other stuff out there. <laughs> like, you don't have to watch it. You can. Right watch something else if you think that that's a problem which it is yeah but like if you think that it's just like too many plots then you can step away from it yeah 
That is one thing I'll give Wheel of Time. There is no incest in it that I can Woo-hoo! remember. <laughs> I don't feel like that was uh, old Robert's uh, way. No, he had other fetishes. I, I'm uh, I'm imagining that there's not going to be as many women getting spanked in the show as there are in the books. So, like a 1950s vacuum ad. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> so Connie's just like, look, you you have to figure out like if you want to help me, you have to learn who I am. Like I am all of my ancestors. <laughs> I am not a child. Yeah, and. Stop Everyone seeing gives her a big me old as hug. a kid. Yeah. And Gandhi just thinks, please don't make me have to kill her. Like, I kind of like her. And she's giving me a big hug. <laughs> no one else oh, ever Gani. hugs us. Here's the thing, Gani. You don't have to kill anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you can really just not, not kill people. Required. <laughs> just like, I don't know if anyone's ever told you guys this, but you don't have to kill people. That's always a favorite thing of mine. It's like that in a lot of like superhero stuff too, where they're like, well, yeah. we're going to have to kill so-and-so. It's like, well, don't you, you know you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> what would Batman do? Every episode of The Punisher. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, Frank. Hey, um, hey, Frank. Um, just a couple but... ideas. Yeah. So t- on the note, on that note, while we're talking about Punisher, which we're, we kind of aren't, but I want to ask <laughs> you something. Okay. Did you... Did you kind of ship him in Karen Page? Because yes. I did. Absolutely. Yes, I, I don't understand why people hate on Karen so much. I mean, Deborah Ann Wall is objectively beautiful and she's a fine actress. I'm not yeah. saying she's the greatest ever, but she's okay. Yeah, I never understood why people were so like anti that. And then I was very angry when like the only sex scene in the show was not like them. I know. It's like, what is happening right now? I don't give a shit about fucking Matt and Electra. Like, I could care less about what M- Matt Murdock does. Well, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say I would could care less. I could care less. I, I can't stand him. him. I mean, Charlie Cox is cute. He's cute. He's beautiful. He's Love Charlie cute. Cox. I think he's just cute. Broke my heart on Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, and he was such a dick on Downton Abbey. Oh my god, he was. He oh. was so mean. He's in like one, he's in like 15 minutes of that show and you're still just like, oh. Yeah, I mean like years ever. later, you're just like, oh, remember that guy? He sucked. But Too bad pretty Theo James had to die and not him. Well, I don't think he was in danger of dying like Theo James. Let's put it that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Um, they True. Uh, but yeah, Boardwalk Empire, it was very like, to this day, I'm still just like, no, how could they? <laughs> uh, that was the greatest moment of, did you really not realize they were having an affair until just now? Yeah. Like, hold on. First of all, this is a horrible thing that's just happened. And second of all, is this really your first clue? Because <laughs> they were not subtle about it. Oh, it's been a while. Oh, I loved Boardwalk Empire. So anyway, that's these two chapters. I know this has been a meandering episode, but like I said, we haven't done this in a while. And so also, it's, we're getting our sea legs back. Building up. So this is yeah. a lot of meandering in the chapters. Yeah, true. Plus I And mean, they're kind who of repetitive. Gets to, talk to anybody these days. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna talk about Boardwalk Empire to my kid. <laughs> and my husband wouldn't know what the hell I'm talking about. Like, do you know what bootlegging is? You don't. But here we go. <laughs> picture just of Steve Buscemi. Yeah, just um, you guys hang in there and wait for us to finally start our Carnival <laughs> podcast. It'll oh, happen eventually. <laughs> oh my god, amazing! <laughs> I will say that there's that that early, like, I, not early HBO, but there's so much like. HBO that no one talks about that I'm like, hey, where was everyone in the aughts? Yeah. Because I was watching Six Feet Under in Carnival. <laughs> I, those were my shows too. Oh, Clancy Brown. I remember doing being nothing so... Confused us. Oh no, that person on TikTok will not want to want to watch Carnival. <laughs> I, was, I just remember being so mad about Deadwood taking Carnival's like spot. 
Mm. when they canceled Carnival. And I was like, I'm not watching this show. Fuck Deadwood. And then I watched it and I was like, this is okay. This, so this is the best show ever made. I've still never seen it. Oh, it's so good. I I think the only thing that I was like, should I watch Deadwood? I believe that was a question I put in one of my Mandalorian recaps for the school. Mm-hmm. The one of the episode of Timothy Oliphant. I was like, does this mean I need to watch Deadwood? You should. Because I like watching this cowboy thing he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I have no interest in Justified whatsoever. Oh my god. Nope. Justified nope. is amazing. No, I won't. I will not. <laughs> I will not do it. He is... Oh. Yeah. Justified's one of my top five all-time favorite shows. It's so good. It has one of the best series finales of all time. I mean, there are times that I'm just like, you know, I like to watch a lot of quote-unquote prestige television. And then, you know, we were recently, you know, putting together a list of, like, the top shows of the year. And I was the only person Mm -hmm. who was like, the League of Legends cartoon, Arcane. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. Because it is great. It's on Netflix. Everyone should watch it. It doesn't matter if you don't know anything about League of Legends, because I don't. Uh, I refuse to watch that. My husband used to play League of Legends, and it drove me freaking crazy <laughs> i won't send him any tiktoks about it then thank you this is the only person i know who watched that show so i'm just like hey guys how's everyone doing <laughs> who wants to talk about this cartoon with me no one okay <laughs> that's me with evil i'm like yeah. hey who watches evil huh <laughs> that was me with invasion because i was just yeah. like everyone watched the show and everyone went we will not <laughs> oh my cousin anyway. is but he hasn't read my review yet because he wants to watch the whole show and i'm like it really doesn't i don't spo- okay <laughs> watch the yeah. show but also give us clicks <laughs> please we need them speaking of oh you can find us as always over at the spool.net where we write about film and television and we will have the top movies and tv features of you know of the year feature coming out soon so look for that if you want to hear my thoughts on evil you will finally get to hear them (laughs) read them rather what have you got coming up uh i just finished a review of the final season or the final season on amazon studios at least of the expanse it was great good show um, they left some stuff dangling, so I'm kind of thinking that maybe they're trying to, you know, maybe have a spinoff on another network or something. I'm not sure exactly what's going on, but such a joy to have that show. Uh, at the moment, I'm, you know, we're approaching, we're in the beginnings of December, so it's all mm-hmm. coming up. But I am very excited to say that at the end of December, I will be reviewing and I think possibly recapping The Book of Boba Fett on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Congratulations. Yay! Whereas I was stuck with season two of The Witcher. So, <laughs> See, my issue with that, and I watched The Witcher and I enjoyed it, is that I don't think I would have the capacity to remember who people were. That's the thing. I'm going to have so to watch the first head. season. <laughs> That I would just be like, you know, I don't remember. I watched one episode. I watched the first episode of the first season. I was like, no thanks. And turned it off. Oh, you're and now have I to, have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now boy. I have to watch it. Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> that you are going to have to at least have a passing knowledge of. I know. Fortunately, uh, as everyone will have to suffer through when they read this, because I'm sure you all will. I know a lot about Boba Fett, so. <laughs> i'm good i'm good to go very exciting <laughs> so look for that um we are on twitter and instagram at weirding pod and you can always send us a letter to weirding at gmail.com and uh while i'm mentioning it we do have a a storefront on t public just search for let's get weirding or Dune, you can scroll down and you'll find our <laughs> Tread Without Rhythm t-shirt on the front page when you search for Dune. That's that exciting. Selling popular. like hotcakes. Yeah. Popular. I mean, and, and rightly so, because it's mm-hmm. an amazing design. By uh, our friend Philippe Sabero. And, but it has been kind of amazing how yeah. much people really, really like it. <laughs> it's just like, wow. Okay. <laughs> I hope that, you know, the people that are buying it are at least 
listening to one episode of our show. <laughs> Give yeah, it a chance. Since now they're advertising it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. So check that out. And right now, uh, with the holidays going on, everything's on sale, so you can get stuff for quite a bargain. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's gonna do it for us this time. Uh, until next time, everyone, be nice and take your, take spice. your spice. Bye. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>